All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. You're listening to Oilers Nation Radio, presented by the Nation Network. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode eight of Oilers Nation Radio. Once again, we have got a full house We've got Rick behind me. We've got Wanye lounging on the couch, pondering his existence and what a big Oilers win meant last night. We've got Evan, the intern, sitting to my left. We've got a freshly pantsed Nation Dan sitting at the end of the table. First time in over a year. We've got the Squire pinch hitting for Coombe, who is in Toronto, enjoying a big Maple Leafs loss last night. I'll try to just barf out random thoughts to fill his shoes appropriately. (laughs) Please do. And to my right, we've got the one and only Chris, the intern. As always, Oilers Nation Radio is brought to you by our friends at Sherwood Ford the Giant. They are the biggest Ford dealer in Canada. The giantest. They have the giantest ideas, the giantest trucks. Jay is driving one of them giantest trucks. Proudly driving. It's an amazing vehicle. And they were a big part of last night's home opener video as well. They provided some vehicles for that for the big team. If you want to go see our friends at Sherwood Ford, go check them out at 2540 Broadmoor Boulevard in Sherwood Park, Alberta. 2540 Broadmoor Boulevard, Sherwood Park, Alberta. Give them a call. 587-860-1538. Speaking of Sherwood Ford, Chris, as you know, the good boy battle rages on. Frank versus Gus. Doggo picks. Frank with a big win last night over the Bruins. Gus picked the Bruins. They are now even up again at 2-3. and three. Yeah, it's, I've been uh, I've been debating for what two three weeks while this is going on who to cheer for, and I still I don't have a favorite yet. How do you choose which cute adorable puppy to cheer for? It's impossible. I'm a little bit biased, but 
What I think, Gus. what I think is that Frank puts more thought into his selections than Gus does. Gus, Gus comes in a, like a Gus, runaway train. Gus okay. is a missile. Okay, the video, Gus's video last night was hilarious because the cameraman is showing the treats, quickly slides up showing Gus like being held back like across the dealership. <laughs> Gus is like rearing to go. He's being held back. Camera guy go, goes back to the sheets, back up to Gus, and Gus is like halfway down, like on his way to the treats, and then he just does a 360 and starts running the opposite way. That would be a 180. What? <laughs> Technicalities. Math. He did a 180, <laughs> runs the opposite way, and then they have to like coach him to come back to the treats, and then Gus found the treats, and he was very happy. So, so what you're saying is Frank is the advanced fancy stats guy, and Gus is the emotional watch the game guy. Frank is a studier. He's a thinker. He will look at the picks. He will look at the treats, and then he makes his choice. Gus is kind of a seasoned veteran at this already. Gus has no time for bullshit. Sorry, I meant Frank. Frank is, yeah. Yeah, Frank Frank, is a seasoned Frank veteran. Frank had, uh, what? What was it, Bag Milk? Like 10 games last year where he yeah, got Something uh, like that. Yeah, somewhere around got there. into the mix. So he Dipped his toes in the water. Yep. All right, let's get into this, boys. What a difference a week can make. Yesterday, Jay came upstairs after listening to last week's episode of the podcast and said, wow, you guys are a real bummer. <laughs> The Oilers were 0-2, needed a win, got one against New York, and obviously we know that they won three straight now. Jay, you feel better today? Oh, I, well, I felt, I, I've been feeling good all along, and after last night, I feel great. But yeah, I was uh, maybe I should have listened a little bit sooner and not uh, a week <laughs> after. But wow, you guys, uh, you guys were down. You guys, were, you guys were feeling the O2 pain. They are yeah, really we depressing. Were, we were trying to find as many pauses as we could, and then we kept shooting ourselves down. Oh, I heard too, so. very, very few pauses. I had to. I had Even to your pauses were negatives. My I had pauses, to tell the boys to liven yeah. up. Yeah. We were also... It's fine. It's tough to... Like, Twitter can be a horrible thing sometimes, because you're just scrolling through it, and it's hard not to get depressed when looking at the you, tweets. You, you just got to look at it with the right colored lenses and look at it for sheer entertainment of people just melting down when it's so early in the season. If you're yeah. in there for the chaos and you're having a good time. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Just get your popcorn ready and enjoy it. Don't uh, be a part of it. Another thing I want to bring up, though, my favorite part of the week, and we're going to start this off early, was Adam Cook at CTV News. He walked right into our trap. Legend. I didn't even know we were setting a trap. I, well, there was no trap. There was, <laughs> yeah, no, there was, we made such stupid. a stupid joke for the last four or five days or whatever this is, before the Winnipeg we, But this even no started airport. last year. This is something yeah, yeah. that when, when Cam started working here, I remember him talking about how Winnipeg doesn't have an airport. And all of us well, were like, okay, yeah, Winnipeg doesn't have an airport. And it's based around the Jets and the Blue Bombers both being named after planes. And here we are today. The mainstream media is reporting that Winnipeg doesn't have an airport. Yeah. I just love that they made graphics for it. Yeah. They talked about flying into Fargo, North Dakota and taking a bus ride as if that makes any sense whatsoever. <laughs> At least three people saw that. And, you know, so, so Adam saw it originally with the report and then the graphics maker and then the editor at the end. Yeah, like that that went through so many people. <laughs> like that was filtered through so many people and yet it still made the news. And there's like nobody's just thought, wait a minute. Why is an NHL team taking a 4-hour bus ride from Fargo, North Dakota, clearing customs at the border? <laughs> And then coming back into Winnipeg, and then the graphic was the best too because they had them flying home directly from Winnipeg. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, or maybe it could be viewed as maybe Adams on our side and wanted to troll Winnipeg a little bit. Because I'd like, like to think that. Yeah. I'd like to think that too. 
That's a good, good shot at the peg. Everything is wrestling. Everything is wrestling. I heard from a couple of people that uh, Adam Cook was getting chirped pretty well about it, or pretty hard about it at practice. He yesterday. was. Uh, I feel I feel bad for him, but I don't feel bad for him. He I salute a, him for having the nuts. Yes. yes. To stay with the narrative. <laughs> totally. Absolutely. Of no airport in Winnipeg. Yeah. He was a good sport. <laughs> He's of fighting it, the machine honestly. here, yeah. and it's good. He's and one then, of the yeah. nation. And then he took he took a, a real good angle about it, laughing about it afterwards. So that was good. Yeah, well, I mean, it's such a stupid, harmless troll yeah. that, like, actually, you know what? The funny part was how mad people got about it. Oh, yeah. Saying that Winnipeg doesn't have an airport is so dumb. <laughs> it's so dumb. But people just walked right into our evil little web, and they lived there for hours and days. We've done many cool things during my time here, but I think this is this probably goes in the top ten, top well, ten things. And it and it took Adam to take it to that level. I think oh. that was the special. Oh yeah, special thing. The comment section on all the Instagram posts about that, how people are like, <laughs> "You got you guys are lying." Like I've been to the airport, or like sending us a website. www. Like, <laughs> oh my god! I just like how angry people are getting. Oh, it's the best. Yeah. And it doesn't make sense. And that's what I loved about it. Yeah. It didn't make any sense whatsoever. The, f- the fun part was that a lot of us in this room right now were in Winnipeg for the uh, Heritage class. Yes. A couple years <laughs> no ago. one brought that up. And I, I can't believe nobody brought that up either. <laughs> it was just the best. So I want to give a hearty shout out to Adam Cook over at CTV. Thank you for being in on the joke. At least that's the route we're taking. Of course. We're going to say that you were in on it and perpetuating the joke and having fun with us. And for that, we thank you. The boys over at Jets Nation were also very confused. Just like, you imagine turning on Twitter and they have a bunch of mentions like, yeah. oh, we don't have an airport now. Right, yeah. We had to explain it to them. too. Was fun. Maybe the Jets could skate out underneath a replica of their airport. Or the bus that they drive in. How, what would skating under an airport look like? Maybe like one of the terminals. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Flying could, under it. Yeah. I like that. Jay, you were at the game last night. Dan, you were at the game last night. What did you guys think of the Walterdale Bridge replica being the vessel of which the Oilers entered? You know what? I liked it. I liked it a lot. I thought it was. Uh, I mean, I liked it a lot, but I don't know for the same reason. <laughs> I thought it was. I thought it was kind of. It was a neat thing. Uh, the Walterdale Bridge uh, is going to be probably one of the most photogenic things in the city for a long, long time. It makes our River Valley uh, iconic, uh, as opposed to just a, a valley full of trees. And uh, yeah, no, I liked it. I uh, hey, the bridge is beautiful. Edmonton River Valley is beautiful. Of course. We're sitting in a beautiful cafe that's in the River Valley. Fantastic. Edmonton is beautiful. I just thought I was watching Semi-Pro 2 when they came out to a small-scale version of the bridge. I thought it was whatever Will Will Ferrell's character's name was, Sammy Moon or whatever, leading the boys out onto the hardwood. Uh, I thought it was a little kitschy. I, 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 I respect what they were trying to do. But I just watched. What were them, they like, trying to do? Yeah, on, well, I'm trying to be like really sh- Edmontonia and showing yes. like support of you know being in Edmonton. Exactly. But like I'm old school. Like I love when they come out of the exploding oil rig. Like totally. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, back. yeah. The thing that I don't get is that they made the home opener video like themed around the bridge, which is great. They built a bridge so that the Oilers can skate through it. That's great. But then they took it down. Yeah, they're tearing they it disassembled down right now. the bridge yeah. for one game. Well, it's because tomorrow like, they're doing the high level bridge. Yeah. And then it'll be the next week. It's a low, low level, level, and then okay. they're doing the bat from Ninety Seventh Street, and all the boys will be knighted under it as they skate onto the ice. I'm as cool with are, that, as you are in Edmonton every time. I will be disappointed if they 
if nothing ever comes up from this again. Like if they, well, they won't. It's <laughs> done. They're it's just done. Maybe they, they should have sold it. We should have bought the bridge. Oh, oh man, if we had that in the yard at Little if Brick, you could walk into Little Brick. Sell it for the, charity. Through exactly. Through the bridge every time. Oh, that's cool. That's amazing. Get those <laughs> lights going. That's how use the bridge. Yes. You don't get Connor McDavid leading the Oilers come under that bridge. Just oh. have it randomly placed in different places in Edmonton. Exactly. It's a great installation. You walk into West Edmonton Mall through the Walter. How much would you pay for that bridge? Five dollars. Okay. All to charity. I loved it. I thought it was ridiculous. The whole thing was funny to me. The buildup for it was funny. The fact that the Walterdale Bridge took two extra years to build and it was over budget. The whole thing. There was jokes just living there. It was so Oilers to me. It was such an Oilers thing to do. And I loved it. I thought it was hilarious. I'm sad it's not back. I was sad I saw them disassembling it because it was just the best. Shout out to the Oilers for thinking way outside the box on this one. They tried. They took a shot. They did. They They took the old college try, that's for sure. Let's talk about the game last night. Last night, big win against the Bruins. Second time in a week they faced off the Bruins. A little bit sad that the series is now over. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, we uh, created some tension. It was feisty. Mm -hmm. Jay, I know you want to talk about Connor McDavid being feisty. Not only is he putting points up on the board... He's getting the blood angered up too. Yeah, this like this kid's here to compete this year. Like the fact that he's going after guys is just like for me as a like as a leader, I was just loving it. I've never seen that. I'm pulling it up now. I've never seen that look on his face before. He yeah, looks so was angry. He probably would have fought that guy. He was grinding his teeth and everything. There was like three or four times last night where he was throwing hard checks. Yeah, and it's just not in his. It's not in his makeup. Like he'll throw a check here and there. But he was going at guys. Well, we saw what he did when he rocked whoever the hell it was against I San remember. Jose. Yep. Like that was the turning oh, yeah. point of that game yep. and the series. Absolutely. Like Connor knows, like if if he wants to win, like he goes fully engaged beast mode like that, like yep. shit's gonna happen. I think most. my favorite part about that sequence was that he almost pulled off an all world goal oh. seconds before it. Oh yeah. Jeez, when he blew he blew past Char there, made him look like a standing oh, yeah. standalone pylon. Yeah. yeah. Like blew past him. Like he, he literally skates to the bottom of the circle past everyone and then just cuts in lateral across yeah. the ice. New NHL though, you could see Tara realize I can't do anything to yeah, him yeah. anymore. It's well, over. to him, like that's like that. There's only a few players that can do that to Char because yeah. his reach is still like doesn't matter yeah. if he's 90 years he's old, he's still going to be six nine and a 38 foot reach. Yeah. I'm making this stat up, but I'm pretty sure we're. Uh, <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure we're undefeated with feisty Connor on the ice. Because we, wa- we, we won last night. We won that game. We're going to put that on the Oilers Nation website here now. Yeah, Feisty sure. You don't see it too often, but I think we win whenever he's angry. Yep. We'll add that to Korska. Mm. Ooh, Please make too. that a stat. Oh, that's a good call. Mm-hmm. Korska now has Feisty Connor per 60. FC per 60. Speaking of Connor, there was a big debate. Obviously, it's been going on forever. The Matthews Crosby thing, or Matthews McDavid thing. Well, they asked Sid the other day. Who's yeah. the best player in the NHL? And Crosby said, without a doubt, Connor McDavid. Now, the only reason I bring that up is because it's fun. It's fun to watch Connor McDavid do Connor McDavid things, and nobody can do a goddamn thing about it. And Dan, that makes me happy. Yeah, it's it's one of those things. Like I feel like if you ask Connor, he would probably say Sid right now um, for this for the same kind of reason for respect. But uh, but yeah, the reality is Connor McDavid is the best player. 
Uh, Jay, you look pretty upset at me well, right now. I, no, no, no. I'm not upset at you at all. Like, Sid, Sid is amazing, but like, I, I just get sick and tired of yeah. it always being a subject. Oh, like, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. like the media are always like, okay, well, well, who's the best? Like, always early in the season, they're going, who's the best player? Who's the best player? Like, especially well, fucking when cares? They, especially when they ask players yeah. like Shifley. I was just going to say. Who's better, Austin yeah. Matthews or Connor McDavid? Bag Milk made a great comment about that and just how, how annoying it has oh, to be for a guy like Shifley to be asked three and, or four times. And it's all coming from the Eastern media. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Well, because now on TSN, I was on TSN yesterday, and they were doing a uh, a poll of who's the best one-two combo for centermen, because they just need to keep asking polls until eventually the Leafs can win something. At least yes, that's yeah. my opinion. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> of course it is. They're they they're uh, they're out there to get the most fans riled up about the things, and so they're going to get the Leaf fans going. Back to last night's game, boys. What was the vibe like at Rogers Place? Season opener or uh, home opener? I keep calling it season opener. Home opener, first game at Rogers Place in six years. It seemed like. What was it like in there, Dan? I saw the videos of the marching band. I was super into the marching band. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I liked uh, I liked the effort by the Oilers to uh, to try and get the fans engaged. They've got the new uh, what is it called? The Edmonton Drum and Brass Crew. Uh, I shot a logo. A lot of, shot a logo shot. It's a little lengthy. It is. Yeah. It is for sure. They could tighten that up. Eb. Yeah. yeah like they wouldn't work. name Nick Cannon's drumline something that long. It's you know the what I mean? EDBC. There you go. But uh, rolls off the tongue. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, so so they they they're trying new things, and I like that. Uh, however, now coming from going to when I was in Germany, and then I was in Sweden, to now, the crowd is still lacking. The crowd is. Uh, it seemed what's, what's really missing? quiet on TV. Yeah, yeah, it was quiet. Like, I, I, I have to give the Oilers some props. Like, they're trying, yep. right? They, they reduced the amount of fan uh, shots on the 100%. on the screen, like by a factor of a million. <laughs> That's yeah. good to know. Uh, what which was, was good. I almost got on the cam a couple times. Ooh. I was, I was hoping to get on there actually. Sport I was repping. Gear, I was sporting. Yeah, I was yeah. there to rep. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it, like. That I don't I don't mind the idea of the drumline. I like that it's going yes. around the concourse and getting people fired. It establishes a vibe. Yeah. I just I, it just needs to be flushed out. I like that they're they're taking shots. Yeah. You know, they're they're trying to find the formula. Yeah. So I'm not opposed to it. What I found interesting though with the drumline is they would start playing off mic during the play. Yeah. Oh, like lacrosse style. Yeah. So I didn't know like so like like Oilers would be like get possession, start heading towards the Bruins zone, and all of a sudden you're like like whatever. Like I don't mind that. I didn't hear it through the TV, but yeah, it's yeah. So it's still you need that. They just need to tighten it up. So, but like I think we have to. It's a two way street to get a vibe in the building, right? So I know the Oilers are going to be trying things, and yes, they can be doing more to kind of engage us to get us going, but like. You know, you hear people starting trying to start chants all throughout the building, yep. and no one's subscribing to it. Dan, you said you started tried to start a chant last. Yeah, week. I uh, there's a couple nation fans around me that can verify this, but I, I tried three or four times to get a get a let's go Oilers chant going, and and I went four or five calls before I just gave up because nobody around me, even my nation fans, were. Uh, your nation fans. Well, the nation fans. Your stable of fans. Me. Wow. Yes. They Excellent. Weren't, they weren't going. So so it is, like you said, Jay, it is, it's a two-way street, and we as the fans need to get the cheers going as well. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's it's exactly. It's, it's and I, I'm guilty. I, I didn't oh, yeah. chant once. Yeah. I'm like, but there I am yelling, we need a vibe. <laughs> so it's like, hey, we need to like work together on this uh, to figure it out. 
but we're, kudos to you for trying well, man like well, we need that, more we need more dans well that's born from that is born from being over in sweden and germany because i was the same way uh all along i'm i'm that student of the game where i'm just staring at the game and i get caught watching it instead of <laughs> instead of being enjoying enjoying being in the moment if we could somehow yes. just have that dedicated section like they yes. do in those, to at least establish it and yeah. then people can jump in and out of it but it just keeps that like barrier to entry Cell to block. cheer always there. Yeah. Cell block 303 in Nashville. Someone's got to like, who's going to be the first one to step up the fans or the organization? Well, it, be it, the fans. it ha- yeah. but uh. it, it has to be the organization facilitating the fans. That's the thing mm-hmm. they with, with Nashville, they have freed up that section 303 uh, in Carolina. It's 326. They have, they have a section that's set up just for fans, like you said, to filter in and filter out. You know that you're in the party section, and you know that you're in the section that's right. working on it, and then the fans can work together to create something. Well, they, we got, they also got to get away from this thing where we've heard it countless times that ushers telling people oh. to settle down or whatever yeah. when they're getting a little crazy. Yeah. Let's Let it create an environment where people can go a little nuts. Let's yep. get loose. Get real loose. Going to an Oilers game should be an escape from reality. 100%. Agreed. Yep. Yeah. Lower this, those beer prices. Let everyone get you, loose. You won't even feel them. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. It's a different universe. Time. Of course, everything's a million dollars because I am not on this planet at the moment. <laughs> yep. Speaking about not being on the planet, what the hell is going on with Pooley Arvey last night? <laughs> we'll get to that in <laughs> one second. This call to action for greater fan interaction and greater cheering in the building brought to you, of course, by our friends at Sherwood Ford, the giant, Chris. Oh, love if them. there's anybody who loves cheering... It's our friends at Sherwood Ford. We've been talking about this for a while, but one day we're going to try record an episode of the podcast in the nation truck. Oh, don't, we should. Don't and know how it's going to work logistically, but it's going to happen. And we should do a don't air review in the backseat. Totally. totally. room for days. We totally. have 12 people in the back. We, we can, can all go have to like, Sherwood Park, and I'm sure they sell donairs in Sherwood Park. We could have a big like sleepover. We definitely the, have to have truck. choreo on that episode, though. Oh, choreo. He's doing the pregame rants yeah. for our boys at Sherwood Ford. He's oh. having a good time. He's chirping people. That's a ton of fun. That is a ton of fun that they do over there. I they're just they're just good people. Yeah. And actually uh we have a success story. We've uh we've sold a, a truck that no we way. know of. Nice. Uh shout out to Brad for doing that, but he sent me a person like this morning sent me an email saying like, "Hey man, like thanks for setting us up. Like they were these guys were like really good dudes." And I was like, "Cool." That's awesome. awesome. Good yeah. to know. Awesome. I already know that, but like, and we're telling you they're awesome, but here's a here's some testimonial for you. That's Surely a uh, ON Radio podcast listener, no doubt. Oh, of course. Hi, Brad. 100%. Shout out to Brad. Shout out to our friends at Sherwood Ford the Giant. Go find them at 254 Broadmoor Boulevard in Sherwood Park, Alberta. Go find them. 254 Broadmoor Boulevard, Sherwood Park, Alberta. Give them a call. 587-860-1538. They will help you with whatever you need. Whatever you need. Next, I want to touch on the one, the only, Kaylor Yamamoto's first NHL goal. An absolute snipe on a Just beautiful pass from Adam Larson. So good. Unreal. Unbelievable. Honestly, the first time I saw it, because it was just live the first time before the replay, I thought it was Bouchard that fired that bomb of a pass down, because that just kind of his thing. Yep. But no, Adam Larson, perfectly placed like a fucking quarterback to his receiver. Man. Only he could get it. Yeah, in the basket. <laughs> It was just so wild to watch Kyler just release from his defender, and he's just another player when he's on his own. I couldn't bl- get over how happy he was. Yeah, like oh, he, pure elation. He couldn't yeah. believe it in his own eyes that he scored. Yeah, that was a world. that was a hell of a snipe. Yeah, great hell shot. Of a snipe. Great shot. So great shot. Do you think that? 
buys him a little more time. Well, of course, he had a great game. Last he did. Have McClellan, a great game. McClellan was singing his praises after the game. Even if he didn't score, that would have bought him more time. He got he had PK game. time too, didn't he? Yeah, a little bit of PK game. time. Yeah. yeah. So I like he to think scored twice on that shift. Yeah. He did. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> immediately yeah. after. It's was, funny how that works though. Sometimes, right? If you're gripping the stick and then all of a sudden yeah. you get one and then just the weight comes yeah. off, you could see him look like a much more comfortable player after that. When he could have had three goals last night. When he came down with Cassie and you knew he was shooting because that he just had his snipe and he's like, ah, might as well get the second one. Well, Cassian's soggy toast for me That's, this year. So, yeah. you know what? Yamo, yeah, take that shot. <laughs> but you know what? Cassian did throw his weight around a little bit last night and I like that. He it wasn't uh, it wasn't at the same level as like a Lucic was, but he's buying in a little bit on the, the throwing the weight around. That's what you need. Jay, you want to talk about Yessi Pugliarvi looking like he was on another planet. What'd you see? Yeah, like in Winnipeg, like he looked so good. Right? Yeah. And last night he just looked like a fish out of water. He was he was disrupting plays, like yeah. trying making terrible like passing decisions and puck movement decisions. He 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 he, inter, he interfered with a guaranteed goal with a pass that was going cross ice, and he went and oh, uh, I, I know was going to Nuge, yeah. and then he stuck his stick out and stopped it. Yeah, he's interesting. I I can <sighs> see why McClellan struggles with him because like. He is a talented player. Sure. And like in Winnipeg, he was dominant. Toolbox but is like, all there. The toolbox, but like he was on another planet yesterday. I just love his I love his dogged determination on the four check. I like that he comes back into the defensive zone. Often when he's in the defensive zone, you're like, What are you doing down there, Pooley RV? But he's but he's trying yep. his best and it just it just doesn't seem to click on every every given night. Yeah. Rick make some sense for Yama or uh Pooley RV for us, would you? Just a young guy still trying to find his way out there. Uh, yeah. He's, what is he, four months older than Yamamoto, I think it is? Yeah. So, yeah, he's. I know he's been here for a long time, but he's been lost, and now he's starting to figure it out. He's going to go up, he's going to go down. As long as he has more good games than bad games, he's going to be fine in the long run. Yeah. And with everything getting swapped up last night with the injury to Raddy, you didn't have consistent line partners, your time's getting all weird. Probably not ideal for a guy who's still trying to get his feet wet there. Yeah. And getting really solidified, he'll be fine over the long term. There were no still shots of him sticking his tongue up his nose last night. That's, yeah, that's uh, why I had an off game. Maybe that's what threw him off. Yeah, he's not licking his hairline. He's thinking about his tongue. Has there been that this year? Oh has yeah, there's been a lot. Oh, yeah. a few. Like <laughs> he, it's just like it's like <laughs> a natural reaction. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. well, when, a, he, when, he, when he came up from under the bridge, he immediately shoved his. Oh, tongue there up his you nose. go. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Like, if, if for somebody who's not an Oilers fan and doesn't see it as often as we do, it just must be so odd to see for the first time. I know it's so strange, and I love it. I still love the kid. I was just last oh, night. Of I was course, jeez, like, what's he doing? He's a young guy. He's and then he it out. he had the giveaway in like the first minute of the game, up ice, oh, up geez. the middle. What, and then what was he? That was in the first shift. Who? Like, yeah. yeah, that whole period was just a lot of bad passing. That yeah. first a lot period, of bad passing. Like the NHL site. I don't know who was counting giveaways for the Oilers last night, but they way undersold it because that first period, their passes were just like a foot short, two feet long, off the stick. It was just really frustrating to watch. And props to Cam Talbot for shutting the door because wow. had it not been for him, those first 20 minutes could maybe got a little bit ugly. And that's the Cam Talbot we need because exactly. yeah. if we have a slow start, if he can come in and, and deliver like that, it allows us a chance to get our bearings and get into the game. Yeah, and we were talking about this a little bit this morning. I'm hoping to God that that won't continue throughout the season. Like they just need a few games under their belt. They'll have a few bad starts. They won't need to rely on Cam Talbot for the first period every game of the season. Hopefully, yeah. uh, in 2015-16, they were kind of relying on T- Talbot 
through the first period for almost every game. So I hope that's not the same case this year. Well, and Connor played, what, almost 20, just shy of 25 minutes last night? Just shy of 24 minutes, yeah. yeah so we're so going to talk about Connor's usage as well. Um, back to Cam Talbot for a second. Last night I called it, he was kind of like them cashing in on an insurance policy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The mistakes were so bad, but he just bailed them out and looked so good doing it. Marshand in the first period had a great chance. Um, even the goals that beat him, what is he going to do? The shot from Pasternak, oh, he had yeah. way too much time and space in the high slot, just yeah. bombed it, top corner. Pasternak's so good. Sometimes, what are you going to do? Yeah. What are you going to do? I'm glad we don't have to see Pasternak again. Yeah, same here. A possible Stanley Cup final. Like I said, though, I, I'm a little bit bummed that the season series is over because they were getting chippy out there. Yeah. I love that kind of hockey. And shout out to everybody for getting into the mix. Uh, we talked about Connor and this, getting the scrum going. How about Ryan Strom flying Strom, in there yeah. like a kamikaze? So he just oh, yeah. like he was I'm angry. Strom played, played good last night. Like I'm, I'm starting to really vibe on the guy. I'm starting to vibe on him too because the thing is, once we put a little bit of distance behind us in the trade, yeah. If you're going to compare Ryan Strom to Jordan Eberle, it's not fair. Yeah. But if you take Ryan Strom for what he is as a third line center who can kind of muck it up and he'll come in and defend the captain. Fucking A rights, buddy. Yep. Go out there, do your thing. Take care of Yessie, drive him home, do whatever you're doing. <laughs> That's what the whole team needs. Tomorrow night, the Oilers are back in action against the Nashville Predators. And Jay, I want to throw to you on this because we are having some special guests in for this game. And um, I want you to tell the people a little bit about it. We sure are. We are uh, hosting 24 people from Sweden for a week. They're coming to join us. We're going to be taking them to three games, starting with the Nashville game. Here's the gamut they get, they get to go through. They get to come see the Predators, the Penguins, and the Washington Capitals. Great that's lineup. a great trip. Like that, you know, That's the week of weeks. So our boy, it's being led by our boy Ufi Bodine and friend, dear friend of the nation. Of course. Uh, yeah, they arrived tonight and uh, we've put together a little itinerary. Rick's going to help us out on Saturday night to make sure we uh, get all happy, if you will. Uh, but yeah, no, looking forward to it. So stay tuned. You'll see lots of photos of, of us taking over the city. And they, they're not just going to the game, right? They got to go to see practice. They got to do a whole lot of cool yeah, stuff. No, uh, on the uh, Tuesday game against uh, Pittsburgh, uh, we get to go to the pregame skate for both teams. That'll be sick. That's cool. Pretty sweet. Neat. Um, yeah, we're going to be doing a bunch of good shit. Um, just going to three of those games alone is good. But, uh, you know, our friends at Tourism Edmonton, partners like The Pint, you know, we're all hooking it up and we're going to be just, it's going to be nonstop. I'm going to have to die. I'll probably die by the end of the trip. But, uh, I'll have to die. Yeah. So that schedule is neat for them to see, but it's also, it's scary. It's nerve wracking. A little bit scary. A little bit scary. But you know what? I'm feeling better at three and two than I would have been, you know, yep. earlier in the week because we started off this murderer's row with two wins, two big wins. Uh, New York Rangers rebuilding aside. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think we get, I think we, I think, sorry. And to bring it back, because uh, I had it written down, so I got to talk about it. It, we have to talk about Luch a little bit. Yeah. Luch was great, great last game night. last night. This was one of his best games. I said that if he got a fight last night, I would have blasted off the confetti cannons on 104th F. Oh, and yeah, he was right in the middle. Yep. Like that's like that's exactly what we need Luch to be. Like yep. he's going around bashing guys. He's creating opportunity. He almost had a goal. Fuck, if he got that up a little bit higher, that was yeah. in. That yep. was a great shift. But that whole sequence. Oh yeah. That but was that's the thing. He's playing game. the positions better. You know. <laughs> He had a one rush where he he dumped it in and he he almost dangled the guy, dug the puck out of the corner and fed yeah. it to Cassian. Cassian was a little too fast for the pass, but just like his shifts are like they're short but they're effective. 
And the funny thing about Luch is uh, I've noticed a lot of off-ice stuff with him, and he just looks... He still looks so angry all the time. That's just, okay. I think that's just angry. like the Hulk. That's just he's who he is. Angry. Yeah. yeah. And that's fine, but as long as he's like a good guy in the room, but an angry beast on the ice, yeah, perfect. Last night, Lucic played 15-15 and was a menace. We talked about it a lot on Real Life Podcast, Jay, that if he plays like that, even when he's not yeah. scoring... Yeah. Yeah. I thought he did a great job of making himself known on each shift, and that's what you want from Milan Lucic. Exactly. If he's doing that, then uh, uh, that has an impact. That has a positive impact on the game. It doesn't have to be an assist or a goal. If he's going out and crushing guys, that's creating space for Yamamoto. Yeah. You know, that's that's just putting some fear. It's getting the feistiness. It's it's getting the momentum. Exactly. And it, as we saw, when Yamamoto gets a step on somebody, he can he can take off. Mm-hmm. Kids got wheels. Yeah, yeah. Kids got crazy wheels. Speaking of goals, let's get to the new goal song. And this one is brought to you by our friends at Get Sauced. We are going to have a little Get Sauced contest coming up for you a little bit later. Get Sauced. Go see them at 96258th Ave. Give them a call at 780-462-2418 or... Fire an email, sales at getsauce.com. Sales at getsauce.com. How's everybody feeling after last week's round of Coombs Trivia? We kind of blew ourselves out a little bit. Man, the was... Reaper sauce was a hot devil. We Boys. tossed him in the sauce this time. Boys, like, sorry for jumping in, but like, the Swedish question, you couldn't get 10 Swedes? It's, it's harder it's than... A, it's okay, a mental you know block. The pressure. You know what? We got to bring Jay in on the next round of Coombs Trivia because yeah. yeah. when they're flying like this, it's a lot harder than you think. It's well, hard, here's the yeah. thing. Coombs is trying to fuck with you too because he's talking to you and distracting yeah. you and eating oh, yeah. up valuable seconds. Yep. Yeah. So like, there's I, I like the gamesmanship that's being played, but I'm like, 10 top scoring Swedes? And then Coombs like, oh, just a second. I got to Google this and check to make sure he's on the list. And that's even enough time. Yeah, so I like, I, I like that like Coombs trying to gear it up for so you do lose. I yeah. respect it. So you have to try to find a way to fight back. So the thing about Coombs trivia is us eating hot sauce every couple of weeks is uh, we went to the Pint for Dan's birthday yesterday and I was craving, I almost leaned into the hottest wings that were on the Pint's menu. Like I was just, I just had a craving for hot sauce, and I never have craving for hot oh, sauce. Up but now, yeah, but he's chasing that endorphin high. He's chasing oh, the dragon. It is an endorphin. Yeah, hot sauce read, dragon. Did you read uh, Get Sauce tweet yesterday? Yeah, yeah. About uh, about how it it releases endorphins into your, uh, oh, exactly. your bloodstream, and that was you, the first time yeah, like, like a high. Normally, yeah, I would yeah. never get like I get like m- normal hot wings, but I would never want to go for the top. Chris and is, I almost pulled the trigger yesterday. Chris is all in I on that get sauce I'm, lifestyle. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you, I'm I'm scared. I'll I will join the trip, but I'm scared because like I like the the mid level sauces get sauce make. I have all three of them in my fridge. I love them all. Delicious. But those spicy ones, oh, I'm worried. Well, the neat thing about it is that they do taste good for the first like thirty seconds. Yeah. And then you get walloped. Like you have a ter- you have a terrible day afterwards because your body just feels awful. But it's o- it's only for a day. It's only for a day. <laughs> well, Evan did. To be fair, Evan put a lot of hot sauce on those nuggets. And a they lot soaked, of hot sauce. They soaked it up. They he were put like, it on when the episode started. Yeah, they were kind of soggy, <laughs> completely juiced up. I still, I can't shake the visual of Wanye taking one down like a goose. He just swallowed the whole yeah. thing whole. He went full pelican. You know what I love is that you guys are washing it down with Red Bull. Like, yes. that's going to help. <laughs> that's a bag milk family recipe. <laughs> that is a, I learned that in Southeast Asia. It, sugar. It's the sugar it that didn't is supposed help, to help. Though. Oh, you really? Yeah. You know what? Oh, did I help? would get like a basic, like a like a milk. I heard milk and like bread is good after wings. Hot, hot, hot. Yeah, that was, you know what, that was my trip. I, that was my tip I took home. They all take spoonfuls of sugar. You know what really? did help though yeah. was 
Chris licking the can. Okay, you, yeah, Chris you laughed, but I swear can. to God, that helped. That helped better than anything I've ever done before. Licking the can. Put your t- oh. He was licking a can of Red Bull, and then he started licking his coffee cup. Just he literally licked it. Jeez. No, we got to start videoing this podcast, boys. Just, just put, shit like that. Having, having your tongue on a cold metal surface or aluminum surface. <laughs> Preferably <laughs> aluminum. Yeah. <laughs> Aluminium for you Aussie listeners. Uh, looking ahead at tomorrow night's game, the Oilers are going to be recognizing Jordan Tutu mm-hmm. before the game for everything that he's done in the community. And it's a nice little touch to play in the Predators. Do a little Tutu. shout out to Jordan Tutu. Yeah, Tutu train. I like it. I have a buddy who uh, got to spend some time with him a few years ago. Said he's a great guy. Happy to see him get recognized. I was out in Halifax when he was in the uh, World Junior Championship, and oh boy, that city was rumbling about him. He was a menace. They were excited for him. He was running everyone. Yeah, it was the two-two train. He just hit like a truck. Yeah, like just solid, compact dude. Not a big guy, but man, he would destroy you. Every single hit. If you go back to that, every single hit that they have clipped of him would be a suspension in today's NHL. He Uh, he was a an absolute truck. Yeah, no hit league. Unbelievable. No yeah, t- talking about the no-hit league, bringing it back to Wednesday's game. Luch getting a penalty for hitting a guy. Yeah, charging. Yeah, charging. Yeah. Charging when he gl- he was gliding into the guy yeah. and he got charging. Dan no clipped tries. it for a, a Gregor article. You can read that at OilersNation.com. Yep. Terrible call. What's well, going on? And, and then that- they're talking about, like, even the hit McAvoy on Johnny Gaudreau from the other night. Yes, late, arguably interference, sure. But they're talking about a two or three game suspension. Well, what the are hit we doing the hit was up. I agree. Like it was an overreaction, but the hit was also up high. So here's the, the but like that's that's not <laughs> sure. A little bit late, a little bit high, but there's no way this is suspension. It's so here's soft the ho- in here, Rick. Here's the hockey fights. Here's Rick's the hockey. fired up. I have one second, yep. Rick. What are you, your thoughts on this? The Luchas penalty is all because of everything that's happened so far. Mm-hmm. Every they, the ref was watching it, yeah, and it's calling nothing, 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 and the guy doesn't look like he's getting up, and then his arm goes up. Something bad must have happened. He doesn't want to look like look bad to more when they play it frame by frame by frame. Yeah. And Chris looks at it and tells you how bad it was. Uh, but well, you yeah. know what? So, the refs had their little meeting after the game and no. they decided that it was a bad call and it probably won't happen again. Enough of probably. the refs guilt from the hockey fights angle. Yeah, but here, here, here's the inconsistency. So last night in the game, I don't know if you could see it on TV or not. Luch jumped off the bench and proceeded to charge Directly across the, the guy, ice, yeah, like 48 strides, <laughs> and then crushed a guy. He was going for him. And that was good. He didn't, yeah, well, he he didn't, but he can't just glide he and didn't, bump into well, a guy? He didn't fully connect on that one, though. That, like I watched that, and I, still, I was in my seat. Oh, oh. And but it didn't nothing. hurt the other guy. But like it, it doesn't matter. It's... it. The other guy didn't get hurt in this thing in this instance either. It's just Luch actually took like a million strides to go him. hit that crazy. guy. Like he was one side to the other side. That's all he was going to do. But hit it, nothing. So here's so here's my I, I run hockeyfights.com and uh, yeah, yeah I know, I'll brag, brag brag a little bit there. But uh, my thing is that as fans, we in the in the nineties and in the eighties, the seventies, we would expect the retribution to come from somebody else on the team to hold Charlie McAvoy accountable for hitting Gaudreau high and injuring him. Yeah. Now, people have to wait for the suspension wheel to spin and get and get something there. Charlie and that's feels the only safe. way they get there. Well, exactly. And so Charlie's they get gonna take a run at Gaudreau. So they so they hide behind us they hide behind having to get a suspension for something that really isn't suspendable and in the old days would just be answered with a with a fight on the He coach. did nothing wrong there. The puck was there. The player no. was there. He stepped in him, got up, and a hundred percent. But it, but he hurt. He hurt a star player, and so okay, when your star, star guy player gets, just got hurt because he got hit. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying that that's where that's where a Semenko would have come in and defended the Gretzky because he got hit. 
that's the that's the thing for hockey Nobody fights that used yeah, to happen. I get you, I get you're you know what I mean? Like yeah. the, it's that it's that it answering for the that, code. Everyone gets all worried about it's the NHL. Premeditated. Well, they're getting rid of it. Premeditated. Otherwise, it's going to be they're going to be reacting right afterwards. Yep. Taking our number. That's been the uh, a thing for decades. Yep. Like, but guess what? That's premeditated. But you you're can't looking do- for a guy. You're like <laughs> I found you. I'm coming yeah. at you. I'm going to get you. But you saw like after like the betting hit on Bacchus, like they were going after betting a bit last night. Yep. I thought is great. Yeah. I'm surprised I wasn't a call. Yeah, oh, but uh, but no, and that's so the referee Man. guild again is his speaking up, and he wants to see a call there. But it, but I mean, that's where you're getting these these after the after the fact. You th- you want a call or you want a suspension? Listen, or you want nah, to but like, look if at I'm it. a star player in the NHL at this point, and this is the limp dick style of play that we're going to go with, yeah. I'm just going to yard sale anytime somebody touches me and go down because it's going to be a suspension or something. Dumb. There was there was two or three points last night in the game where you saw a Bruins player do a little flail. They did the little uh, the little extra dive down to the knees kind of thing. And then meanwhile, and this is where there's there's so many inequities in this bullshit system. <laughs> Connor, anytime he gets tripped in full stride, doesn't get called on. No, nothing. Oh, like yeah. last night, nothing. he got. There was one last night I thought of specifically, right near the side of the net. Nuge got leveled. Yeah. Nowhere near the puck. No call. And it's just like Russell down at the other end of the ice, literally 35 seconds later, taps a guy. Yeah. And he goes off for two. It doesn't yeah. make any sense whatsoever. Uh, yeah. It's like let it go or, or call it everything. Call everything. Yeah, if you want to, I don't want them to, but you know what I mean. Don't where do where why are we drawing lines here? Like it's just it's frustrating. The whole thing's frustrating. But no hit league. It's, no. it's so so odd, so odd. I want to see guys get put through the glass. I want to see guys get destroyed in the trolley tracks, and I want to. Well, that should have been a penalty because he must have hit him really hard. Of course, of course. Chris is just Spencer? sitting here patiently waiting to defend refs. At the I'm going to change the subject because I, I got I want to and I'm not even this is bag milk's show and I'm sorry. <laughs> Jay's got beef. No, Jay's no, got this, beef. no, this is not this is actually talking about Connor a little bit. Okay. But last night again. So there's the play there, the playoff, the overtime goal. You think Con- that was a set play where Connor was goading them to do the stretch? I, I think Absolutely so. I, it was. Oh, yeah. yeah. 100% yep. it was. He, you could see him. He was over He was over just lollygagging yep. and waiting for, who was it? Was it Bergeron? Yeah. yeah. Up, up high? Like, he was watching for that. He knew he had that. enough time. It's like, but like, you, but you, like, it was funny because I'm like, I saw Bergeron so far. Yeah. Like, oh, my yeah, God, yeah, yeah. we're fucked. And then all of a sudden, they go, I'm like, of course, they're going to make the pass. And all of a sudden, Connor just like. But it's funny because Connor had to. Connor realized how close Bergeron was to their defensive blue line, so he knew that he had time to get across the ice, even though he was still a yeah. ways away. I I would argue that they did the same thing against the Jets. I think that they let Shifley get open with with two guys on either or one guy on either side of him, yeah. and then they closed the gap as soon as the stretch pass came out, so. and it hit Shifley, and then all of a sudden and then Leon's there to take watching it. Connor. Just destroy Brad Marchand's oh, ankles at the just bottom line. Walked oh, him, goodness. loved it, walked yeah. him, loved it. And then for me, it's like as soon as I see Connor and Leon on a two-on-one in overtime, you might as well start packing up the water bottles. The game's over. Oh yeah, you can't beat this team in overtime and three-on-three. You can't. That's me knocking on wood. Yes. They yeah, they are yeah, for sure. so clutch. Those two together with the man advantage, it is unbelievable. And uh, the, I'm still a little bit frustrated with Leon, if I'm being honest. He's still it. it he's. <sighs> He's still like he's still like a point a game or something, right? Which is crazy, but right? all of his points are like involved Connor, with Connor. Yeah. So, they're all on the yeah. power play or whatever. I'm a little bit frustrated with him. I just wish that I want to see the guy from the playoffs. It's the same thing with Cassian. I want to see the guy who destroyed worlds 
in the playoffs. Where's that guy? I think I think he's I think we've heard that he's a slow starter. So I think I just have to accept it. Like at a point of game, slow starter, even mild mind you, second assists or riding Connor's coattails, sure. But I, I think I believe. I believe in Neon. Of course, I Neon. do too. So before you text in or not text in, tweet and yes. say that we're being negative, shut the fuck up. No. Don't we're text our, don't text our podcast. Just constructive criticism. Yeah. That we know the guy can play better. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Now back to <laughs> the actual hockey game. The Oilers got a new goal song. Hell yeah. Yes, by the Rev uh, Rev Theory. Rev Theory. Dan, yeah. you noticed though that that was not even one of the songs that the fans were able to vote on. Okay, so uh, since <laughs> oh we God. since we spoke about this, so yeah, I uh, I am a quarter season seat holder, and I did get the email that told me that they were looking for a new uh, a new song. The three options were "Don't Change It," uh, a version of Sami Zayn's uh, song uh, "Walkout Song," which is also our victory song, uh, and then a song that was horrendous. Of some random person just saying "Let's go Oilers" over and over again. Anyways, so before they, uh, before we started the podcast, Wanya had to rock Wilder going on Method Man or Red Man. That's my personal choice. Yeah. So getting fired up to that. Come on. So I did hear. I just got a I got a tweet from somebody that did tell me that there was a second vo- poll that they ran uh, with the season ticket holders, which I strangely didn't get. So maybe they figured out who I am. And uh, no, that didn't happen. And uh, <laughs> and so. <laughs> Anyways, uh, this this was an option in that poll, so I guess they did ask season ticket holders, and they got uh, they got their answer. It's better than uh, the knee na 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 na. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So this it is like, it, it is it, it, it was bad. This rev theory song is just it, it's a good song. It's an easy pick. Low hanging fruit. What would it's be your choice, Chris? Fruit. If you had a choice, what would be your pick? Uh, the one where it's like, let me clear my throat. Nah, 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 oh, nah, Philly nah, does nah. that. Yeah, yeah, they're great. No, uh, bo- uh, Buffalo does it. Oh, Buffalo. Yeah. Okay. So you're stealing from another yeah, team. Yeah, I just steal that. Oh, whatever. <laughs> wow. Whatever. Original. It's fine. Make Original them Well, there was a while where, and it's still probably the case, that Philly and Anaheim both had the same goal song, a little mm-hmm. Pennywise. There mm-hmm. was that uh, There's that crowd chant song that Joe by Joe Santrini that like three teams had, Minnesota, Boston, and somebody else. So How about back I, in the old school when they used to do uh, Kid Rock, American Badass? Yeah. Sure. I don't yeah, mind that. I just want something hard. Yeah. Yeah, this like, one set the tone. Like once again, we're in the home barn. You want to get us amped up? Play something that's hard as fuck. Yeah, and that's also get it in, in the in the ears of the other team. Yeah, yeah. This one just uh, dropped a goal on you, assholes. Do you ref- have a pick, Jay? That you would uh, like to see as the goal song? Oh, anything DMX probably would be yeah. sick. Very I've good, tweeted man. about it countlessly. Up in here by DMX would be the best. The place would go bananas. Yeah, Dan, you have a thought? Everything is wrestling. I want Bobby Roode's entrance song, glorious. See, UConn Jack would love that. Yes, UConn get fired up for every goal. It's just Bobby Roode. It it I and then in that song, it's just talk. It's like a very like strong like I won't give in, I will defend kind of kind of vibe to it. That if we could get the crowd, if the crowd was aware of the lyrics and they could do the callback for that. To your point, Jay, then you're sticking it to the other team that the crowd is ready to go for that goal song and they're they're amped up. So if they think of a song where they yeah they can have that callback from the fans because like if you like Nashville. They've got chance. They yes. got a chance for power plays. They got a song for. It. They got the same thing for a goal where they start rambling and chanting and they yes. feed off of what the, the lead that the team gives them. So that just kind of speaks back to what we were saying. Callback from earlier in the episode where we we're saying it's it's on the fans, but it's also on the team. It's a it's a cohesive unit that we have to work yeah. on. We have to work together. It's just been interesting for me to watch every team in the NHL try to find their own version of Chelsea Dagger, like they yep. do in Chicago. Yeah, I don't even like that. I like it. Well, I like it too, but it's just now it's, you know, it's been a, it's played out yeah, it's, several it's, it's, it's years. Played out. Like yeah. it's, it's good because the fans interact with it, but like, I just don't like how it sounds. That's fair. 
I, I the one that gets the one that grinds me now is is when they do the a lot of the teams do that like the callback for how many goals they have where they'll do oh, like they'll a, do like a St. Louis as an example they'll ring that bell yeah if they have seven goals they ring that bell seven times yeah and then well, they I think oh, I don't mind that. Carolina does the ding goal or a coin sound from Super Mario oh oh see I like a little Mario play Why not? I like when I, I think it once again I think it's in Nashville that when they the player if they're down a man and the player comes off the box it's the the one Mario, the the Mario. Yeah, 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 the one up, yeah. See, I like no, that. No, no, like when he goes, the, no, yeah, it's the mushroom. It's the mushroom, yeah. mushroom sound, yeah, sorry. Small to big. Yeah. yeah. One of my favorites is, I think it's the Rangers when everybody goes, woo, afterwards. Oh, a little Ric Flair. It is the Rangers, yep. Yeah. A little bit of Ric Flair. But they only Chris. do that, they just do that once. They yes. don't do it for the number of goals. If you've got no. an idea for an Oilers goal song that you would love to hear, tweet at us, at ON Radio Podcast, or tweet at our friends at Get Sauced. They would love to know your goal song up. recommendation. Or go see them. You want to talk some sauce? You want some hot sauce? You want something to burn your insides? Say how to Dustin great? for us. Say how to Dustin. Go see them at 9620 58th Avenue. Give them a call at 780-462-2418. 780-462-2418. Or email them, sales at getsauce.com. Sales at getsauce.com. Now, Chris, we're going to do a contest for our friends at Get Sauced. What do we have to give away? We have uh, a sample pack of hot sauce, believe it or not. Do, do we know what's have, in there? Do we no, have to eat it's, the hot a, sauce? it's a randomized. They have like the eight or nine different versions. And they're they're not just all about hot sauce. They've got some delicious barbecue sauces. So they're and rubs. Much, and rubs. And rubs. Spices. Yeah. yeah. They're I've got all, this one. Uh, it's like a curry thing that I put on eggs sometimes at home. Uh, so good. So good. Anyway, go ahead. I'm jealous. Um, no, so I don't know exactly what's in the sample pack, which, which kinds, but I think there's three of them. Uh, so we're having a retweet contest on our Twitter page at ON Radio Podcast. So I'm going to tweet it out right away. Uh, so log on, go to your, our Twitter, retweet it, follow us, and uh, hopefully you can win some hot sauce. We will pick a random winner, and you're going to be on your way to Flavortown. Shout out to Guy Fieri. <laughs> and all Bam. his delicious adventures. Now, we've got some difficult games coming up. Jay, you said there's the Preds, the Pens, and the Caps. And then the Preds again. And then the Preds mm. again. That is four ugly games. Yeah. How are the Oilers going to navigate through this? One step know. at a time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One yeah. period at a time. One shift at a time. Pucks yeah. deep. And yeah. it's, I, I, you, know, you know what I'm, I, I feel, and I said this last night at the game, I feel like the team is becoming a team. Got it. A little like bit of right gelling. Now. I th- I really kind of feel that. And like Strom's jump would be the first man. Even when Luch is on the ice, Strom beat Luch to the punch would be the first guy into that scrum. Line brawl will do that for you. I just, I I feel like it's there. So this is going to be a tough schedule, but I, I think they can grind it out and not, uh, and, and like I said, just play tough. Like that's like, he's got to come and show up and crash and bang and scrum and get in the mix and just, get that unit going like they're not going to win all the games by any stretch it's going to be if they do amazing i believe but uh i i i I have a feeling that they'll come out of that you know not too hurt i think we're going to look back on that winnipeg comeback as a real turning point for this team yeah i think that that was the that was one of the moments that you look back in a season and you're like okay this is a team that you know they're not they're not out of it they're not out of it when they're down three to one. They're not out of it when they get scored on early in a game. They're they're coming back. So so I think I think this I think if they come out of this with one win out of the three, even, I wouldn't be upset. It's yeah. it's gonna be a tough set. It's gonna be tough. 
Hopefully, but, there's some back to backs. That well, they've got off of. they've got the Predators coming off of a, a game tonight against Calgary. Correct, Fagbone. Yep, the yep. Preds are That's playing good. in Calgary tonight. Be interesting to Calgary. see who the Oilers get net. I checked uh, dailyfaceoff.com for starting goalies yet. They haven't announced whether it's Rene oh. or Saros playing tonight in Calgary. Oh. So that'll be interesting. Rene's a little bit of an Oilers killer. Has been for a hundred mm-hmm. years now. Yeah, but he's sliding. He is sliding. Rene is sliding. He's, he's the sliding. reason why they did not go all the way last year. <laughs> Ooh. So are, are we wanting Rene? Well, I, I, I say st- bring on. Well, Soros chewed us up last year too. Oh, That's true. Yeah. I don't think it matters. We're so, going to beat them both. Yeah, I'm not worried. Yeah. The what th- about? Oh, Chris, go ahead. Sorry. Well, I was going to say the thing about the big Winnipeg and Boston wins is that we may have bought ourselves like some time if we do lose one of these games. If we lose a couple of these games, this is what Rick was uh, talking about. <laughs> I didn't steal your line. We were all talking about this, uh, but we. Uh, we have some room. Like, obviously, we don't want to come under 500 out of this this uh, stretch of games. No. But if that is the case, like, I think we're 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 okay. As what long about- as we can come out of the gates in the first period, and yes. not like we've done the last two yeah. games, like or last three games, uh, I think you know we're gonna give ourselves a chance. I think we could probably at least split those next four games. What about, are you guys concerned about a little bit of injury trouble as we're yeah. recording this podcast? So we've got Benning is out for tomorrow. Raddy and Kajula are both kind of game time decisions. Nuge left early after blocking a shot. He came back, scored. Obviously, that was a miracle to me. Thank you, Nuge. Um, any concern with a little bit of injury trouble right now? Always. Well, yeah. Uh, yes, at least it's our it's our depth, depth defenseman yeah. hurt. Like, so would you rather have... Bear come in and play with I was just gonna Bouchard, that. I guess, or would you have Garrison in there? I feel I, like Bear's going to come up. I imagine you see Bear at some point during this this next three stretch, but he'd uh, he'd have to come quick because we're playing tomorrow night. So what I happened to Benning? I, I didn't see it. I didn't see it either. Jason, it, uh, he played two and a half minutes. Was it because of that hit on Bacchus? I guess Jason Greger tweeted that he was in concussion protocol yesterday. But there was that was the only tweet that was out there. No one talked about it on broadcast. No one talked about it on Twitter. So no one really. And then knows. what about Raddy? Raddy was a really weird one. Like Dan clipped the uh, his entire shift for the article that Gregor wrote about the injuries that's up at Oilers Nation. It's weird. He yeah. nothing really kind of happened, and then he picks up the puck and dumps it into the zone, and then flies off. But like he's an obvious discomfort like who knows what happened yeah his first stride there when he's coming up the ice it looks like something just gives and he's just done and he jumped he just dumps it in the zone and he glides off so yeah it's a it's a weird one to me you know that one's bad because there's no way ty ratty is giving up that spot on mcdavid's line unless he is really (laughs) fucking he would play with one leg if he had the option so something's obviously going on a little bit a little bit shitty to see that he's going to be a game time decision because huge props to him for that goal against Winnipeg. What a snipe! Yeah, dude, oh, can, yeah. dude has a rocket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, amazing. So, do you, does Chieson go in the lineup tomorrow? You, I guess right because it's going to either be one of Kaylor Yamamoto or Puliari that gets the bump with McNuge, unless they put Reader over there or switch Nuge over to the right side and move like Lucic up or something. I think Reader, which they did for a little stretch yeah, last night. Yeah, so the McNuge line had all kinds of different wings last night, so it'll be interesting to see what happens there tomorrow. Yeah, but yeah, I I think uh, to your point, Bag Milk, it it does uh, it does raise an extra red flag for this next three game stretch uh, when the injuries have have kind of come from this Boston game. But you have to you have to overcome this kind of stuff. So everybody battles injuries. Everybody's got to go through it. 
Uh, sucks this early, but we'll see what happens. I think if they do bring Bear up, I hope they give him a shot on the power play because dude's got a hammer, and they do not have a power play or a, a big point shot from the back. Th- well, the Boosh th- is supposed to. The, well, I want him out there. Yeah. Why isn't he out there? He got a little bit of uh, PP time. It's last like night. novelty yeah, time a, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like here's what I would do. This I tweeted it last night. I would pull Lucic off there, not because he's doing anything bad. I would put Drysaddle as the net front presence. Another big guy. He's got better hands. I would switch Connor and Nuge sides so that Nuge is now an option for a one-time shot. Connor can still do his thing. He's also got an open lane to walk down low. And then I would put Bouchard in because he's got an absolute hammer and he can pass it around like a forward. Puck movement is his thing. Leave Clefbaum out there. A little bit of insurance. I just... Leon's not going to make the space for Leon in front of the net. Like, that's... like Luch is doing that now. The power play is working right now. You don't you don't touch yeah. the damn thing. Yeah. I, I know everybody hates it because of this five lefties and oh, it's weird. Fuck. It's awkward. It's this other thing. I don't know what the exact numbers are right now, but it's working. I think we're at thirty five percent or something like that. Yeah, uh, it's I've working. You don't touch a damn thing. Not broken. And I'm sorry, your power play number two. Welcome to the last twenty seconds because it's yeah. like picking the power of veto. Just put your hand in a bag and pull out a name. But why Big would you want those, why would you want those other guys to leave the ice? And I, I've at what they're doing right now, they're not expelling that much energy, passing the puck around. No. As long as they have the puck on the other end, they can play a minute and a half. They're fine. I think we may have killed Evan, the intern. Evan may be yeah, dead. Any up. concern, uh, though, <laughs> that Connor's... We're five games in, and he's already playing about 24 minutes a night. That's a big, that's a big chunk of time. But it, has to, yeah. it has to change by the end of October. Does it, though? It's Connor McDavid. Uh, he can, I, think, I think he can handle it. I think he can, too. I think This is the month, guy that... Goes and bikes for twenty kilometers after every no, game. No, he's. I. I, I, I think it's fine. Like it's. Yeah. Like is it sustainable for his whole career? No. But like for right now, he's young. <laughs> Until we get in the playoffs, he's efficient too. Like he's not just like skating around, not like nonstop all, every shift. Like he's mm-hmm. smart. I'm not. I'm not saying that it, he needs it, but I just think it's a good thing for the team. And I think you talked about it. Uh, Bag milk off the podcast was talking about you were talking about how it's just you know it's a function of a lot of the games that we've been in mm-hmm. we've been playing from behind in some games and we've been you know, well he needs to, help yeah no for sure he like he he's in on what he got a lot he's at, had his 11th point last night <laughs> how many goals have the other scored total 13 yeah. 13 so yeah. he needs help yeah. yeah oh yeah other guys need to start scoring this again goes back to our we're not being negative about leon no. but like you know is that a product of He's his wingers his not giving him what he needs? Whatever it is, Connor just needs help. I think that a little bit heavy, though. I wonder a lot of that is probably being inflated by playing two minutes on the power play. Yeah, yeah. And arguably, this is the this is the toughest month in our schedule. So yeah. So hopefully, exactly. You know, All some, hands on deck right now. There's some softer games into the rest of the season into November, and, and yeah. it'll kind of come. What out. do you guys think about uh, real quick? Todd McClellan, he seems to love throwing the three centers out together in the third yeah. period. At least to start, what do you guys think about that, Chris? It's working so far. I mean, can't argue it. It's it's. There's something to Oiler fans where, where we have these three centermen. Should we all just put them on one line? And I know a lot of people hate that, but I mean, if it works, do it. And it's not like it's the whole game. It's yeah. a couple of shifts oh, here and yeah. there. He's throwing them out together. I, I, say, I, I say in a close game, like, yeah, get them out there. Try to get a goal. Like, if they if you send out your, your, your best horses out there for two shifts, it's not going to yeah. hurt anyone. Devil's advocate for it, though, is is the 
you know, the the player exit interviews last year when they said that they wanted more consistency with their lineup. So I, I it's th- not about a consistency thing though. He's just your coach is taking advantage of the fact he's got all this talent out there. Yeah. And yeah. he's he's coaching it out there in different that's little that's what a coach does. I'm yeah. So playing. now the other coach has to try has to come out and try and deal with it. I'm sure this they also great. said I in their exit this. interview that they want to win more. Yeah. yeah. I love fair. this. I love you've got all this you've got this the ability to do it so like the, I've noticed that after a penalty without a whistle those three guys end up out there as well. So Connor's out there like the last 30 seconds. Nuge comes out with like the last 15 or 10. And Guy comes out of the box. He comes off. And then Leon's out there. Yeah. So they just expelled all their offensive guys on their power play. And yeah. we come out with yeah. our, like a, a top-end yeah. offensive line. Yeah. And Perfect. That, that kind of goes with the same I argument when people are upset Connor McDavid's getting all of our points. It's like, man, if sure we have one loaded line and the best player in the NHL and everyone may not be performing, but if he's putting up five points a night, who cares? We're winning yeah, games. I don't care. Let's, where let's exactly. roll with it. We are yeah. winning That's games. That's all that That's matters. like when your goaltender has a great game. They're like, well, mm, your goalie really stood on his head. Like, oh, I guess he's a part of the team. Well, it's That's a fucking team. Was, yeah. Hello. We'll take <laughs> yeah. that any day of the week. You've got these guys and he's they have their lines and we're sprinkling in some other shit there as well. And now the other team has to go out there and try and, 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 try and deal with it. And if they can get over past that, now you got some young kids out there with some speed and some fire, and they're going to come at you. Yeah, we you have a, a several pronged uh, tool here. You got to use all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Now, do we also think now? I have to bring it back to Connor's greatness. <laughs> do you think that goal, the Nuge goal, that he meant to bank it off the board? I, still? I was going to bring that up too. That one was. I don't think because. It, yeah. He he didn't pass that to to Luch. Sure, like, he did. Rick is Rick is saying yes for sure. I'm gonna try to find it. Uh, it's well, I've, been, I've looked article. at it. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm 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 on the fence. Like I'm I'm thinking he could he could have like he's so goddamn. Smart. You can't you can't it's, count him out for anything. Well, it's the same thing. Same thing as the the Tyratty goal from the Winnipeg game, where yeah. everybody thought Ugh, did that, he do it on purpose? That one he bobbled. He admitted yeah. it. He yeah, admitted yeah, it he afterwards. But it it begs the question every time: Is he? Yeah. Which is, is just so awesome. Yeah, like you're exactly. like, wait a minute, like was that set? Yeah. Like he, Connor would never like basically slap pass it to Luch's feet. The thing with me is with a guy like Connor McDavid, I could also see times where he's just sitting out there on the ice, kind of ripping pucks at the boards to see how they exactly. work, yeah. where it's gonna bounce to. I can a hundred percent see that he tried to do that on purpose. Yeah. Oh man. And yeah. the thing is, another credit to Nuge. Nuge knows where he needs to be. Yeah. Oh, once again, another smart guy with a smart guy. It's like there's people still talking about they should maybe split those two up. No, never, <laughs> never. They yeah. are so good together. Nuge is on fire right now. Connor's on fire. Why would you mess with it? Why would you mess with it? It'd be cool to see Leon and Nuge do the same kind of thing, though. I I I, I would be interested to see how those two could play together. Yeah. Just just as a test. Yeah. To, to see if then then just throw whatever at Connor because right. Connor will make reader, them good. Yeah, it kind of splits ready, it up yeah. a little bit. I, I I don't mind that yeah. in theory, but like make Nuge like let's, <laughs> let's be serious. I've said it a hundred times. I feel like Connor will make anybody better. Nuge is one of the few guys on the team that can make him better. And yeah. again, smart player playing with smart player. He knows where to be. Huh. This is where Connor wants me to be. I know where I need to be. In the net it goes. Fuck yeah, news. Yeah, they got that like Sadine sister ESP connection. Exactly. It's exactly yeah. like that. And it's super weird and awesome to watch. Yeah. Uh, I want to close off this week's podcast talking about a couple of things. First of all, being the road trip to Calgary, Chris. We are heading down to Calgary woot, woot. on November 17th. That is a Saturday. 
for a Battle of Alberta. We were going to do we did this in March last year and had a great time, the best time. You're going to want to get your tickets soon because this is selling out. It's going to sell out. If you want to come, don't wait. Procrastination is not going to help you. Go to Backside Tours. Dot get com. your tickets. Backsidetours.com, Chris says. We're bringing get back the shovel. Be there with us when we return the shovel. You can sign the shovel if you want. Should we sign it? Of yeah. course. We should all sign it and oh, then drop right? it back off wherever. Be very confusing to them. Whom allegedly, in my opinion, stole it from. We have to hand it. <laughs> should we put it back where, like in the same corner that he stole it from? Or should we give There's it back no to an employee? He can get it back through security. Oh yeah, but it wasn't in. It wasn't. It no, was, it was just like right in the vestibule. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, we okay. can definitely get it back there. Yeah, okay. it's covered in nation stickers and signatures yeah. from everybody. Yeah. Take just a big group picture with it one last time. Yeah, absolutely. We'll send it off well, but yeah, you can come, uh, come join us and come make some new memories. Yeah, let's make sure we uh, hammer out the link on all the socials so people can, uh, absolutely. can find it. Absolutely, absolutely. We are also looking for another place to party after the game. Oh, I think Rick has uh, procured a place for us. Rick has got something. Do Are we allowed to announce it? Is this breaking news? Breaking news on the podcast. Yeah, I think, yeah, we'll we'll, uh, we'll be at Knoxville's. In- ah, I knew it. I was oh, going to guess that. Yeah, but, uh, get your dancing shoes on. Yeah, yeah. Bring your cowboy boots. We're stumbling distance from the, uh, the hotel. Really? From Perfect. the old uh, subway there. Heck yeah. How far is it from uh, that uh, the Chinese restaurant? Oh, Singapore, Singapore, Singapore Times. Singapore Times. Doesn't matter. Uh, okay. no idea. It does we'll not matter. <laughs> you, you were, yeah, no, no we'll figure it out. It's a, it won't be as cold as it was last time. Okay, great. Knock on wood. I am very much looking forward to this trip. I'm really oh. grateful for everybody who's already bought, already bought tickets because we're going to have a great time. It was a blast on the way down. It was a blast in the arena. We were causing mayhem all over the arena. It was the best. Getting a, 50 nation citizens together in a party mode, there's nothing better. It, it was is a massacre best. on the way home. It was the well, it was just the quiet. very quiet bus. <laughs> and that's fine. That means Reflective. it was good. We all deserved rest. <laughs> Go to BacksideTours.com. Get tickets while you can. And they're cheap. We make this as cheap as possible so that as many people can come. It's yeah, a great time. It's about the community. Next up, Chris, I know you want to talk Nation Gear. You're a big Nation Gear proponent. What do we got? What's new? Uh, Neon Leon, who just uh, he scored a big goal, I think, last night, right? So There's no think? relation? No, no relation. Nope, no relation at all. <laughs> I uh, Well, same thing we talked about last week. Uh, Hope Will Never Die stuff, t-shirts, hoodies. Some I've been, wearing, I've been wearing the Neon Leon shirt. And it looks fresh. And it looks it it looks like you're literally legitimately wearing a neon sign. But the comments, like everyone loves it. They don't even they they don't even read the text yet. They just they just love the design. The and then they're like, pops. oh my god, that's a neon leon shirt. And I'm like, yeah. I thought neon leon version 1.0 was bright, but this one's a step oh, above it. This one makes neon leon one look like what the fuck were we thinking? Neon it leon 3.0 is going to be literally LED bulbs on your chest. Oh yeah, yes. Yeah. I love the idea. That's, that's, that's the yeah. only thing we can do. Yeah, exactly. You can't go any higher. I also love the idea of Jade cruising around the nation track with a neon Leon thing. It's like you can see him from space no yes. matter what. Yeah, no matter In what. Track, all on the street. He's covered. <laughs> go to nationgear.ca. We got a plenty of stuff. Some of you negative Nellies probably should use some of our Hope Will Never Die gear. Yeah. And also about the, the hoodies. We've uh, our boy Johnny is is hooked it up. We got the the hoodie quality is is unreal. Yes, the, very soft. The one we're using. So if you want a warm, soft hug, it's also repping your city, your team, the cups. That's See if you the can one. Pull out the little Easter eggs that they put in the designs. The hidden Easter. There's eggs. There's little treats in there for you aficionados. Where of is Waldo? The site. So go to nationgear.ca. 
pick up some stuff, go to backsidetours.com, get your tickets to the nation road trip and follow ON radio podcast on all social media, Twitter, Instagram, follow us along, see what we're up to. And thanks to Jared and the work that the audio boys have done. You can now find this podcast pretty much everywhere except I, you, I heart radio. Cause there was some kind of limits that we have not yet met. Yeah, we, we, are, we will be there. I don't hurt you radio. Not yet. Not yet. yet. We have but to be legitimate. Soon. We have yeah. to be a legitimate podcast for a while. What, is that, what does make it a legitimate podcast? Uh, 60 days. 60 days? Yes. Oh, okay. It's not the amount of fucks you say in a podcast? Oh, no. You no. just okay. made us illegitimate. Oh, yeah. So there yeah. You go. The people at iHeartRadio love a good fuck bomb. <laughs> <laughs> so follow us everywhere. It's a free podcast. Subscribe for free. Yeah. Tell your friends. Tell your cousins. Tell your mother. Your mother would on, love this show. We're on YouTube. Yeah. We're also on YouTube. If you want to watch... The logo on the screen, but listen to us. <laughs> I think we need to video some of it. If like, totally. I'm, like, I, I'm just picturing Chris <laughs> licking a Red Bull can, and I'm just like, just LOLing. It's one part of, those, of my head. It's I one know. of the problems with it, though, is that we all do the we all do the hot sauce thing. So we're all in just different modes of recovery. No one was in. Like I think it's great straight of mind. It was great, and, and everyone can finally see how animated I am when I talk. Yes. yes. Yes, we will figure that out. We will get some video components going for this as well. Jay is going to be in on the next round of Coombs Trivia because he's talking shit. You hear that, Get Sauced? He's saying that your sauces are not that spicy. Uh, incorrect. I am saying they're <laughs> nope, hot nope. balls. That's how he said. Uh, but <laughs> I'm saying I could probably name 10 Swedes <laughs> if, in a pinch <laughs> in 60 is, seconds. Bag milk is trying to take a little bit of the heat off of Yeah, himself. I'm just trying to deflect a little bit. Because they are after bag milk. <laughs> that is a wrap on Oilers Nation Radio Episode 8. Thank you to our friends at Sherwood Ford the Giant. Thank you to our friends at Get Sauced. And thank you to all you handsome guys and gals that are listening to my voice right now. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.